Welcome to the underground, unlocking alternative journeys to health with host Kelly Richardson. Over the next hour, you're going to hear from the experts of bioenergetic kinesiology and clients who have experienced success with this modality. Now, here is Kelly. Welcome to the underground. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson. For our first show, I thought I'd introduce myself. In my spare time, I own a restaurant called The Outpost on Lake Koshkanan in southern Wisconsin, and I love to host at my Airbnbs. I'm also the owner of the Richardson Center for Learning and Wellness in Janesville, Wisconsin. I provide services for people with concussions, trauma, allergies, learning issues, and those with aches and pains. I've been in the field for over a decade and share a passion to teach others about bioenergetic kinesiology. One way I plan on doing this is bringing in leaders in my field, as well as clients, to tell their personal stories on the show. Today, we are going to dive deep into bioenergetic kinesiology. Now, within this field, there are several modalities that are utilized. Today, we will be discussing the one that laid the foundation for all the rest, Touch for Health. We'll be speaking with two of the leaders in the field, Alexis Costello and Amy Hanu. Our first guest is Alexis Costello. She is the founder of GEMS Kinesiology College and creator of the GEMS courses. Alexis is a barefoot gardening, zook dancing, book reading, mother of dragons. She has been working in the holistic field for over 20 years, spending much of this time teaching various modalities of specialized kinesiology, muscle response testing, and serving on the boards of various national and international associations. Alexis is part of the foundation team at Nolative and the COO of SIPS Kinesiology International. Welcome to the underground, Alexis. We're happy to have you. Thank you, Kelly. I'm so glad to be with you today. So can you tell us a little bit about what is Touch for Health? Well, you referred to Touch for Health a moment ago as the foundation, and it is. All of these different branches of specialized kinesiology, bioenergetic wellness, they really come out of this. So Touch for Health began in the 70s with Dr. John Thee. Um, he was working with another chiropractor named Dr. George Goodhart. And what was happening is they realized, and you know, there's there's a longer version of this, right? But they realized that there is a correlation between the muscles and the nervous system function issues that they were seeing with chiropractic clients and the meridian system as described in traditional Chinese medicine. And so they developed, uh, Goodhart developed a series of muscle tests that would allow you to notice what's going on with those meridian flows. Most people are familiar with those meridian flows from something like acupuncture, right? Uh, so the doctor will take a look at what's going on in your body and is going to use needles and specific points to change the flow of energy. In something like Touch for Health, this is a layman's version of this. It allows us to use a muscle test to see what's happening in this particular energetic flow. Is it blocked? Is it not moving the way that it should right now? Is it under energy in some way? And we can see how that affects people's health and well-being and vitality. So um, Touch for Health is a really simple, gentle way of kind of assessing someone's energetic flow, first of all. And then offering really easy corrections that are going to help someone to feel more in balance. 
Um, and this works on a physical level. It works on an emotional level. It works on a biochemical level. We can use this to do things like what foods are helping put more energy into your system and what foods are creating stress for your body right now, right? So this is a, a really gorgeous foundation and a way of learning muscle testing, muscle response testing, to help people work with them um, themselves, their friends, their family, and with clients if they want to take this to a professional level. How did you get into this? So some people, people from the Touch for Health world have heard this before, so I apologize. But my grandfather uh, was one of the first Touch for Health instructors in Canada. And my grandmother, on my other side of the family, not his <laughs> wife, but on the other side, uh, worked for a chiropractor who was also um, doing muscle testing and was doing Touch for Health. And so I had two grandparents as a child that were doing muscle response testing. And so I grew up in a house where it was very, very normal. If you weren't feeling well, rather than automatically be taken to a doctor, somebody would probably do some muscle testing and tell you, you know, that you needed to drink some tea and take some vitamin C. And that was just the way that I kind of grew up. So later on, when I um, was entering into the workforce, I ended up really interested in natural health and wellness. I started by studying herbology and iridology, and those things led to aromatherapy, which leads to massage, because then you need a way of putting oils on people. Um, and somewhere in there, I also was introduced to the idea of five element work and looking at constitutional typing, which I really enjoyed. And then I started working in a clinic where the woman who owned the clinic was a rather wonderful Touch for Health instructor. And she really pushed me to take Touch for Health classes and make use of this thing. And so I'm forever grateful for that nudge in the right direction because uh, once you take your first Touch for Health class, I don't think you ever go back. Um, it's just, it's opening a door to a whole new way of doing things. It's it's really true. Alexis was the reason why I got into Touch for Health and I blame her for it all. And she just says, good. <laughs> She's glad that it happened. So thank you for that, Alexis. She was the one that's like, oh, I think you need to take this class. And I'm like, I don't know that I need it. And she was right. I was wrong. So what advice would you give someone who would like to get started in this field? Oh, you know, it's, it's nice that you just said that about how um, I, I understand it's my fault that you had to take Touch for Health and that you're All now your running so many things. <laughs> yes, I understand. But that's honestly my advice for people who want to get into this work is take Touch for Health because a lot of us as practitioners, we use lots of other modalities. Right. And a lot of the other modalities that we use are shinier. Um, and what I mean by that is that when people when people see me present at a conference, when people come into my office, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing looks really cool, right? And so people go, well, I want to learn how to do that. And that's sometimes the thing that they jump into. They want to look at um, the more esoteric or the more uh, what looks like maybe higher level energy things. And 
Yes, like absolutely. You should also explore those things. But what I've noticed as an instructor for a really long time is that the people that take Touch for Health have such a solid foundation that when they move into those other courses, they do it beautifully and they understand why things work. Because sometimes when we're teaching higher level things, when I'm, you mentioned, you know, my, my GEMS classes, the SIPS classes, when I'm teaching those classes, sometimes we're not explaining how those foundational things work because there's an assumption that you already have those tools in your pocket. And if somebody doesn't, they can end up kind of at sea and then not able to make good use of those other courses. So I, I still haven't seen anything that prepares people for doing this kind of energy work for others and for themselves as beautifully as Touch for Health does. And I really do encourage people, um, even when I'm just talking to my clients, when I'm talking to the moms that I hang out with, I really think everyone should take Touch for Health one and two. I would maybe agree completely. Four. Yes. Yeah. There's so much I mean, you maybe- can learn in there. The the ability to feel empowered and to feel like you have tools that can help you to understand yourself and your family is an invaluable resource. So that's that's the foundation. That's where I would always have people start personally. So what does your business look like when you're working? What what does it look like for our listeners who may never have sat through a session or um, have any idea how to even do a business like this? What does your day look like or how does a session work? You can answer either one of those. Mm, okay. Um, there's a couple different things happening here. So if I start talk, talking too long, you can you can rein me in. Um, when I'm doing a session, let's start there. So when I'm doing a session, I have a client come in and I usually take a moment, first of all, to kind of explain to them what's going on. I always start my sessions with a 14 muscle fix as you go, touch for health balance. For those of you who are not familiar with touch for health, that is like a foundational thing that you learn in level one touch for health. You're just working with an indicator muscle for each of those major energy meridians in the body. And what that balance does, that balance only takes me a couple minutes. It's like a five-minute thing. But it lets me do a few things. Um, It lets me, first of all, help to clear away any sort of superficial stress. If you're feeling stressed about how you got out of the house this morning or the bumpy road to get here or whatever, because I live in the jungle. Um, If I just live in Costa Rica. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) If any of those things are bothering you, this kind of balance just kind of changes that energy flow. It also lets me calibrate. So I know how you muscle test because some people uh, are very soft with the way they hold a muscle. Some people are really rigid. Some people feel energy really easily. Some people don't. So by the time we get through a balance, I have a good feeling for how you test. And the other thing that it does is it shows you how I test. So while you're on the table, you're going to get a feeling for, oh, I can feel when that's hard to hold, or I can feel the difference. She rubs a point for a few seconds, and suddenly that feels different when she challenges it again. 
So that gives you um, some, some actual tactile understanding of what's happening when we're doing this kind of muscle testing. Because after I finish with the balance, most of the muscle testing I do switches to what we would call indicator muscle testing, where unless we're working with something physical, most of the time I'm working with just one very easy to test muscle because it's faster. Um, and that lets me go a little bit deeper and it lets me bring in other stuff. But because you already have an idea of what the muscle test feels like, it's easier for you to follow me into this other part of our session. So once we do that overall balance, we put online whatever it is you came in for. And that that has a range. That ranges from I fell and my hip hurts. You know, is there something you can do about that? To I'm feeling stuck in my life. I keep finding myself in the same pattern in my relationship, or I can't seem to get anywhere at work, or I don't understand my purpose in being here. Like there's a there's a range uh, of reasons why people would come and see us. And so we put whatever that is into the field. And we're just asking your body, where's the stress? If the, if you feel a virus, this can mean you've got pain. This can mean you're feeling stuck. If you feel like whatever this is, there's stress somewhere in the body that has allowed this condition to exist. So where is it? And again, that has a range. It can be physical. It can be chemical. It can be uh, patterns of stress and trauma from your childhood. It can be all kinds of different things. And sometimes it's all of those things, right? Mm -hmm. So in the session, we're bringing those stresses up with a combination of acupoints, hand modes, muscle testing. And it's like we're bringing all that stress out and putting it on the table. So now we can look at it and now we can see it. Okay. These things are all part of this thing that's happening right now. So then we can start uh, having the body release some of that stress while bringing in the frequency of healing energy it needs to create an equilibrium. And then we can do some corrections to help save that so that moving forward, you're in a new space. You're not going back to this old pattern. So that's what a, a typical kind of session looks like. And again, this is an overview. Every session is different, which is one of the reasons why I think I've been able to do this job for so long is because I can see however many clients in a day and everyone is different and everyone's going to feel different. Mm -hmm. We have about three minutes until our break. One last question for you. Can you tell us one of your favorite stories about helping someone by utilizing Touch for Health? So I was thinking about this and, um, you know, the truth is that there's, there's too many, there's too many stories, uh, from people that just suddenly are able to like get up and move in a way that they haven't been able to in a decade to people who are using this information to cure themselves of conditions like cancer and Lyme and things that are supposed to be uncurable. Mm -hmm. And if you do this long enough, you see all of these things. I think one of my favorite things right now comes actually from instructing um, because I've been a Touch for Health instructor for about 16 years and I've been an instructor trainer for the last decade. And so I'm 
I feel like when I'm teaching, I'm giving people the tools that are now allowing them to go and do these things. And one of the best parts of my day is when I get those messages from people that I've taught as instructors, for instance, going, oh my goodness, I taught a level one class this weekend and you would not believe what happened in class. And um, my kids are are in that now as well, right? My older Mm -hmm. kids are Touch for Health instructors. And just watching them go through their teenage years, feeling like they had the power to change things for themselves. Like watching the difference between my kids who felt empowered to deal with their own emotional stress, to deal with their school stress, to uh, understand how nutrition affects their body. And looking at that next to peers who did not have that knowledge, it was like night and day. So uh, that's the best thing that I've ever seen with it. That's absolutely amazing. And you've taught me so much. Alexis was my instructor to become an instructor as well. So I got to go take my instructor training in Costa Rica. So that was very, very special. So we're going to wrap up with Alexis. Today, we've been talking with leaders in the Touch for Health field. We just heard from Alexis Costello. When we return, we will hear from Amy Hanu. Stay tuned. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Are you not getting the answers or results you are looking for in your healthcare journey? Join the underground each week as we explore alternative tracks to wellness. We will be bringing on experts in the field of bioenergetic kinesiology, as well as hear stories about those who have had success in utilizing this modality. The Underground, unlocking alternative journeys to health. Hosted by Kelly Richardson. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. In this polarizing age of misinformation, it is critical to examine the lessons of the past on history, culture, and trauma. Ingrid Cochran, CEO of Paces Connection, and her guests will explore historical trauma and outline how our collective past shades our perception of today's world and our shared experiences. In this podcast, we will examine the impact of past atrocious cultural events and the impact of the systemic trauma of racism and poverty on the human experience. Ingrid and her guest will also outline what is needed for our collective healing. Please join us for History, Culture, and Trauma, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Underground. We've been talking with leaders in the field of Touch for Health. 
Up next is Amy Hanu. Amy is a wellness practitioner, a Touch for Health teacher, a mother of five, and grandmother of nine. She is also a business owner and loves to read a good book. Amy has been a health and wellness practitioner for 14 years. She was inspired to learn Touch for Health and then has continued by teaching Touch for Health to others. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Tell us what has been the greatest success that you've seen with Touch for Health? That's a, with- a, a loaded question because there's so much, like there's successes with clients, there's successes with family. And um, I, I just, I mean, I could ramble, but um I, I just heard, you know, Alexa sharing that teaching and having the instructors or having the students come back with with some of their successes. And so um, having the people in my Touch for Health classes be able to share in the moment, like, oh, I had, you know, this funny kink in my neck. And then I just did this technique called auricular energy, I'm unrolling my ears and now my neck feels better. How did that work? Um, But uh, one of the things that really impacted me, so I grew up seeing a chiropractor that did touch for health and I always wanted to learn um, what he did because I have five children. And um, so I had taken a level one touch for health class and it was mentioned, you can do these figure eights. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Not really (laughs) fully understanding the fullness of just tracing a figure eight over an injury or what have you until I got to use it. And that success story was um, my youngest son was out playing, um, slipped funny and was hanging upside down on his knee. His little knee was pushed to the side of his leg and not at the center of his leg where it was supposed to be. And so I scoop him up and I just start doing figure eights over where the knee is supposed to be. And I saw with my own two eyes, his knee came back to where it was supposed to be. He had no bruising. He had no further injuries. Um, You know, I'm the mom who's like, oh, just sit still for a few minutes. You know, oh, no, no, you can't keep a little boy down. Uh, He was up running and playing. And in that moment, I thought, okay, this stuff works. I know it works. (laughs) But there's always that moment where that is incredible. Yeah, I had an experience. I just taught a muscle testing class last weekend. And uh, it was a mother and a son. We're talking like older son in his 50s, 40s. And his mother came and her eye was completely red. And we did some emotional clearing and you could actually see it clear up right in front of your eyes. Yeah. I mean, I know those are miraculous stories, but those do happen. They happen all the time. I I feel like every session, every encounter that I'm able to use uh, uh, techniques from Touch for Health have been my greatest successes. So when you're in a session with someone, how do you use Touch for Health? Can you give us some instances like, you know, the hurt leg? What other ways could you use Touch for Health on your clients? Uh. 
That can be used for everything. Um, in touch for health, we start with the triangle of health. So we're talking feelings and emotions. We're talking our physical structure. We're talking our brain. How well is our brain communicating to our body? And so depending on what a client comes in for, um, can sometimes be a guide, but not always. You know, you come in for an emotional um, situation where it ends up being there's emotion that's causing um, discomfort in whatever area of the body. And so, um, you know, really it is meeting the client where they're at, listening. That active listening is so important. People just want to be heard and they want to have that attention to what they have going on instead of, you know, you you share things with a friend and they're like, oh yeah, whatever, get over it. Um, or sometimes we need a little extra help, you know, and so to to be able to have a time on the table. I recently had an elderly client um, and we were working through some physical things and emotional things. And finally, they just asked me, you know, did do you is this unusual? You know, is do you see this with every client? I said, oh, all day long, every day. <laughs> And then, you know, wanting that reassurance, like, I'm okay, this is normal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I reassured in a session, everything is normal. And there isn't anything under the sun that hasn't come up in the course of a session. And so to be comfortable with that, but also to understand as a practitioner who sees clients, I need my time on the table as well. And that's reassuring to a lot of my clients. Mm. You know, they think, oh, well, you're the you're the practitioner, you're, you're, you don't have any problems. I'm a human being. Mm -hmm. I live life. I have the highs and the lows and the, yeah, tripping and falling and, you know, twisting my ankle or whatever, you know, it just, we're, we're all in need of this. Um, and all ages, you know, I had my ninth grandchild born just this past weekend and so enjoyable to see that newborn and to be able to work on them immediately wow. is like just that is that is why I learned how to do touch for health. Have you come across any challenges within the field? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I hope I didn't say that too quick. <laughs> We all know that there's right. challenges, we, we but know I'm there's... asking you in particular. Yeah. So when I first learned Touch for Health, <laughs> and I'm trying to get my name out there, I live in a very conservative community. The challenge was to educate the people, mm -hmm. Absolutely. to explain to them that this isn't, I mean, the list goes on of what people think Touch for Health is. And so to educate them that this is a very tactile, I am checking muscle testing, specific muscles. I'm not guessing at what I'm doing. It's not me telling them, you know, things they don't know about themselves. It's their body communicating through muscle testing to me. And the body won't reveal something that it's not ready, willing, or able to communicate. And so to, to explain that, to get my name out there and not have them look at me like I'm out there in left field. 
<laughs> I don't know how else to say it because it is, I, I think that is that really and continues to be. Um, I still have people who look at me and uh, years ago when I was just, again, trying to get my name out there and um, was sharing with someone at a health fair. And this lady literally backed up away from me and looked me up and down from head to toe and said, well, you look kind of normal. <laughs> I asked her, I said, well, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, seriously, that's what I'm going to get? Those are the challenges. And so, you know, yeah, there's the challenge of I'm in the middle of a session and I forgot the name of a muscle. Doesn't matter. I still know how to test it. The client might not care that I give the right name of the muscle or not. Um, but it is just that acceptance and that reassurance that we are fearfully and wonderfully made and created in the image of God. And this is something that we are born with. And to be able to tap into that is just, to me, it, it goes back to the successes. It is miraculous that the body will respond in the ways that it does. Absolutely. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What's your favorite nickname that someone has given you to describe what you do? <laughs> well, I probably hear the most that I'm the voodoo worker. Yeah, me too. <laughs> voodoo yeah. doctor. I get all the time. Yeah. And it just, you know, I jokingly say, well, you know, I'm not sticking needles in you. So I don't quite, you know, match that. Yeah. But, but it's yeah, <laughs> yet. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, there's there's those different different titles that come. I choose to call myself um when people ask, what is it you do? I said, Well, I, I do specialized kinesiology. And um, because in my area, too, if I say, oh, I'm a kinesiologist, they right away say, oh, did you get a degree from this college? You know, and I'm like, well, that's just the study of muscles. This takes it a step further. We're taking mm -hmm. a, a muscle that's not cooperating very well and doing what the body is giving us direction for to say, OK, let's get that muscle to function again. And um do the correction. And yeah, the muscle starts to cooperate like we want it to. Alexis, I'm going to bring you back in here because we, we all get called certain things. What's your, what's your most common nickname that you've been called doing this work? I get the good witch a lot. Um, and it's, it's funny but I mean, I'm in a very small, a small kind of town area right now, and I will introduce myself to new people. And I, oh, I've heard of you. You're the good witch. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> muscle response practitioner. No, that's uh, that's not how people talk about it. Unfortunately, my favorite was there was a boy, a little kid came in, and he looks at me, and he got up off the table, and he's like you're like a wizard. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> I like that the best. I'm a wizard. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we get called all sorts of things because nobody knows what category to put us in. I mean, there's a, a super sciencey side. And if you take 
any of Alexis's SIPS classes, you're going to see the super duper sciencey side of Alexis's brain, which is fascinating, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but there's also a feeling side that you have to have as well. You have to be able to know how to muscle test somebody. You need mm-hmm. to know how are the electrical currents working within the body. So there's many different sides to it. And you also kind of have to be able to listen to people and hear their stories because their stories will tell you a whole lot about their just Absolutely. their well-being and their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of back to the question, you know, about what does a session look like or that a lot of times, um, you know, a good 10 minutes of a session with me is just hearing their story. And absolutely on their own, they're going to tell me what they have going on because I don't diagnose, I don't prescribe or treat. Mm-hmm. I do what their body tells me to do. And, um, and I think just people want to be heard. They all have a story. We all have a story. Yes, we do. And I think it's important that they feel heard because if they don't feel heard, it, it it gets pent up in the body as well. Right. So I start my sessions that way too. I have them sit in the chair and mm-hmm. we talk about what brings you in, what issues are we addressing today? Mm-hmm. You know, the level of discomfort you're feeling and then we figure out what works best for the body. Yeah. Alexis, is there anything that you'd want to add here? <laughs> kind of put her on the spot. Oh, I was just thinking, um, as I'm listening to Amy talk about what we do and and listening to what you were saying a moment ago about the sciencey side, but also the other side, uh, the idea of compassion and empathy, right? And that so much of what we do is really around holding a container where people are safe mm-hmm. to kind of come apart in whatever way they need to come apart at this moment. And I was thinking uh, as you were talking, I've had that experience. I'm sure you've all had that experience of someone starts crying on the table. And the first thing they do is they go, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. And you're going, why are you sorry? Your body's releasing something. That's okay. Please don't like, don't apologize to me for that. And don't suppress it. This is a place where it's okay for that. There's so few places in the world where it's totally okay for somebody to just kind of fall apart for a minute and to know that they're not being judged. They're not being condemned. You're not thinking less of them or anything like that. It's just a way of releasing something from the system. And then you can move forward in a different way. Very good. Amy, do you have a favorite story about helping someone utilizing Touch for Health? I mean, you shared the story about your son, but is there another story that you could share with us? So another story was, and I'll be brief on this because it could be a long drawn out, but it was, I was just learning Touch for Health and got a phone call from someone four hours away, had a backcountry ski accident, was in a, a, a coma and um, they're calling me, can you come and help? And I said, well, I'll, I'll make the four hour drive and do what I can. And the prognosis was, you know, six months in the hospital. And I spent an afternoon uh, doing what I could, you know, they're on machines and gadgets. And so doing the best I could, 
to support his body for healing and um, just spent that one afternoon there. And three weeks later, they were able to transport the patient uh, to his hometown where prior, and I, I can't say that, oh, I'm the one who who, who enabled that, but it, okay, let's take a step back and look at it. Six months and three weeks later, they're transporting uh, the patient. And so that one was another high point in my career, if you will, to be able to offer that. And then for the family, because they were from out of town and trying to figure out how are they going to stay there with, you know, their loved one and, and not wanting to, you know, like, what is that going to look like? And so as much as I was there to work on the patient, I was there just as much to give support to the family. And um, that was, that was an incredible uh, time for me as a practitioner, you know, Mm -hmm. I learn every single session, I feel like, oh, I'm reminded of something I already know, or then I learned something. And in that scenario, I, I learned, don't ever underestimate the power of this work. Um, and um, just to take those successes and celebrate each each and every one of them, big and small. They're all Absolutely. worth celebrating. Yeah, we all need that encouragement too. Like, yeah, this does work. See, look at what it's capable of doing right? Right. So we're going to go to break here for just a few minutes. You've been listening to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. We've been talking with leaders in the field of Touch for Health, Alexis Costello and Amy Hanu. When we return from our break, all three of us will be taking your calls at 866-472-5792. Stay tuned for the conclusion of The Underground. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Are you tired of feeling powerless over food? Do you obsess over every bite? Dr. Nina is here to help you identify your hidden triggers, stop emotional eating, and create permanent, sustainable weight loss. No more diets and no more deprivation. Learn how to live a life of freedom, joy, and happiness while still enjoying the food you love. Join Dr. Nina as she shares her expertise on how to outsmart emotional eating and live your best life on The Binge Cure with Dr. Nina. Thursdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to The Underground with Kelly Richardson. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Underground. Today we have been talking with leaders in the field of Touch for Health. I'm your host, Kelly Richardson, and I am here with Alexis Costello and Amy Hanu. All three of us are open to taking your calls at 866-472-5791. In the meantime, I have some questions for the two of you while we wait. So where is the coolest place that you've been able to travel doing this work? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I'm very, I'm very, very lucky in that there's actually not a lot of high-level SIPs instructors in the world. Uh, It's a modality that a lot of people haven't heard of. And so I get invited wonderful places to go teach people these classes. So I've had the opportunity to teach in Moscow and Kiev and Warsaw. Um, I've taught in Ireland. I... I've been able to teach in some really wonderful places. And then in the Touch for Health world, I don't get to teach Touch for Health in other countries all that often because there are other Touch for Health instructors. So I usually am encouraging people to um, work with an instructor in their area. But I've had the opportunity to speak at Touch for Health conferences all over the place. Um, I don't know. I know that people listening can't see it, but you guys can hear. Like I've got my Touch for Health Netherlands mug here because I was just speaking at their conference last month, which was amazing. Um, And I've had the opportunity to present at Touch for Health and IKC conferences in Bali and just all over the place in the UK. So it's amazing. And um, just to to jump on that, like part of the reason why it's amazing, it's amazing to go to those places, but it's amazing to go to those places where even though you don't speak the same language, you speak the same language. Do you know right. what I mean? Yep. We're all kinesiology people. So there's certain things that are just uh, ubiquitous across those groups. So I've done things like presented at a conference with um, people in in Russia, for instance, where I can get up and I can lead a little movement exercise or something. And even if I don't say a word, everyone in the room knows what I'm doing because we all speak this language of touch for health. And everyone just kind of jumps in with me and does it with me. And that's, it's so amazing to know we have this like common thread that binds us all together as a community. You have gotten to go to some amazing places, and that's super cool. Amy, how about you? Yeah, I haven't had the opportunity to go to as many um, places uh, as Alexis has just shared. But to me, any place that I get to go and teach or practice Touch for Health, to me, is the coolest place ever. <laughs> and um, and every class that I teach, you know, I, I it just is inevitable, the best class ever. <laughs> and so, but that's that's the the mindset 
you know, I just feel so blessed and to be able to go where I go and every place. Um, if I, if I had to pick to me, the coolest place to go to either teach or practice is to an area where I have family. I come from a large family. And so we're spread across from coast to coast. And so when, you know, I'm, I'm able to go to where family is um, to teach a class or again, to see clients is, is always a lot of fun for me to do that. Where do you guys see this field? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say that's a much nicer answer than mine. Amy's like, I want to go where my family is. And I'm like, I want to go where there's museums and shopping. (laughs) When you come, it's a very different thing. But when you come from a large family, you know, it, it, it is, that's just inevitable. And so uh, you do get the opportunity to, to go and teach in some pretty cool places though. I will admit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we need different personalities in this field and some of us need to shop and some of us need some time with our families. So it's totally fine. (laughs) Yeah. Where do you guys see this field going in the next 10 years? Any idea? Like what, or where would you hope to see this field go in the next 10 years? Because this is a newer field. I mean, it's only what, about 50 years old. It's as old as me because it started in 1973. That's the only reason why I remember that. Uh, Yes, Mm -hmm. I am that old. (laughs) But we're in the golden era of Touch for Health right now. And it's a really cool time. But where do you see us going in the next 10 years? Or where would you like to see us going? Well, um, I was hanging back for a second because I didn't want to hog the, the microphone <laughs> here. There's there's a few things that I've noticed in the last few years. So partly the health crises of the last few years, I think, has really emphasized to some people that we need to take responsibility and control of our own health in a different way. Mm-hmm. So there's been, it's been fine for most people for the last few decades to put themselves in the hands of the allopathic medical system. But now, you know, the medical system is overrun. It doesn't have long-term solutions for some of the things that we are dealing with as challenges right now. So I'm getting a lot of people contacting me who are going, I need to know that I can take care of myself. I want to know that I can take care of my family. I want to feel empowered. No, I can't get a doctor to see me. The number of people that I've had contact me saying yes. they're on waiting lists and they can't get someone to see them. Um, And what do they do in the meantime, right? They're in pain or they're stressed. So it's not that this is meant to replace the allopathic model. Uh, The allopathic model is wonderful for crisis care and management. Um, What we're looking for is like long-term empowering solutions Mm -hmm. that are more energetic and nutritionally based, things that are gentle and that we can do every day. The other thing that I've really noticed in the last little while, and partly this is because I have these two 21-year-olds that teach this. I have this little almost 11-year-old that has just grown up with this in his blood. Um, The younger generation is already there. 
Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that, you know, uh, when you read, like when you look at the Touch for Health curriculum, for instance, which was written back in the 70s, there's a lot of attention put to explaining to people, we have energetic systems. These are real. There really is an energetic flow happening in the body. This is science, not witchcraft, right? To go back to our previous <laughs> conversation. The younger generation, they know. They understand that we have meridians and chakras and aura fields. They understand that their body is electrical. They understand that electrical things and emotional things are affecting their physiology. They're already, they're already there. They're just looking for techniques. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole different, it's a whole different game. And I think they're accepting it and taking it in a really like easy and organic and beautiful way. Um it's quite lovely to watch when you have younger people in your classes, they don't need to be convinced, right? They just need a a roadmap to help them do what they're already kind of instinctively doing a lot of the time. So that gives me hope that this is going to continue to become uh, bigger and better and brighter and spread to more and more people over the next few years. Mm Mm-hmm. That's really good. Again, if you want to call in, the number is 866-472-5791. We're here with Amy Hanu and Alexis Costello talking about Touch for Health and Touch for Health questions. We have a caller on hold, Andrea from Utah. Hi, yeah. Hi, Andrea. Can you hear? Hi. So I have a question. How do you handle people who either won't talk like it's too sensitive or even can't talk? They can't talk about the trauma that they went through? Uh Uh-huh. Would either of you like to answer to that? So my first thought, I'll jump in. Um, My first thought is it's okay meet them where they're at um, and support them to enable them or to help them to begin the processing. And so if they don't want to talk about what they've experienced, reassure them that that's okay, but you're still going to do the work. Like let their body, let the muscle testing speak for them. And when they're ready, they will speak up. They may start sharing and um, never force. I, I am of a mind. I never force a client to speak or to talk about things if they're not ready to or wanting to. Um, but I just remind them to think about it in their mind, have the dialogue in their head and um, and just go through the session to support them as best they need. I've, I've worked a lot with um, soldiers who have come back with PTSD and some of them have high clearance security clearances where they cannot talk about the things. Mm -hmm. And so how we progress with the session is that I say, okay, how many instances are we working with? And they're like, there's three. And I'm like, okay, let's deal with situation number one. And the body will actually show you what it needs to be rebalanced for that trauma. And it's been really fascinating because you get guys in there, they don't want to talk anyway. 
I mean, a woman will talk all day, but a man, you may get a couple grunts and they don't want to express their feelings or they don't know how to express their feelings. And so through utilizing muscle testing technique, we can help, still help them even if they're not using their words. I often tell people in session and in classes that muscle testing is a way of making the subconscious conscious, right? So it doesn't matter, even if you're working with a child that's pre-verbal, they don't have the words to tell you, but they have the information. The information is stored in their body. And, you know, as um, Kelly and Amy have both said, through the muscle testing, we're bringing up those stresses that are part of this issue and we're allowing them to resolve, right? So it can be really easy and gentle and we we don't have to make someone hash it all out like they do in talk therapy or something like that. Mm-hmm. They can just, just relax and know that there is something that is shifting in their body. Good. We've been talking with Alexis Costello and Amy Hanu about Touch for Health. Alexis, how can our listeners get a hold of you? So um, you can get a hold of me through gemskinesiologycollege.com. It's the website for the GEMS College of Energy Medicine. I am doing Touch for Health instructor training in December in Costa Rica. If anybody wants that retreat experience that Kelly was just talking about. But we have lots of classes that are always happening online and in person. And you can find out more about all of these modalities there. I'm also, I'm on all the things talking about kinesiology all the time. If you look for my name on Instagram or Facebook or anything, you're going to find me and uh, I'm happy to answer your questions. Amy, how can listeners find you? Uh, They can find me on Facebook, Instagram, um, Telegram. Uh, My phone number is 208-697-6927, phone call or a text. Um, My website is amyhanu.com, so I'm fairly easy to to find. Thank you. And I can be reached at kellyrichardson.us, or you can call the Richardson Center at 608-563-5202. If you're looking for a Touch for Health instructor, you can reach out to touchforhealth.us. Next week, we will be discussing how bioenergetic kinesiology can help clients who have had concussions. Our guests will be Heather Hefner from Colorado and Tristan Shea from Wisconsin. We look forward to you all joining us on The Underground. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of The Underground with Kelly Richardson. We hope you have learned something you can apply to your own life. For more information, contact www.kellyrichardson.us. Until we talk again, have a wonderful week.